This is our third session on Ephesians 4, 7 to 10. But each one of us, all the millions of Christians in the world, to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it says, and then he quotes Psalm 68, 18, which we looked at last time. When he ascended, this is referring to God in the Old Testament, and now Paul takes it to be God in Christ. When he ascended on high, he took captives captive. So he triumphed over his enemies in his death and resurrection and has his feet now on their neck and he gave gifts to men, meaning by implication from he took booty and since he needs nothing and cannot receive gifts since he owns everything already, calling them gifts in Psalm 68, 18 triggered in Paul's mind, they really do bounce back to men when God triumphs over his enemies. He gives gifts to men. So this giving of grace here is seen in Psalm 68, 18, gifts among men or gifts to men. Now, in verses 9 and 10, Paul, in a parenthetical statement, gives his own description of what He's doing and interpreting Psalm 68, 18 the way he does. So, Father, as we ponder this for a few minutes, grant us to catch the focus of Paul, because that seems to be the thing that trips us up here is what's the point of what he's doing, not just getting lost in the details. So help us to get his main focus. I pray this in in Jesus' name. Amen. In saying he ascended, which he had said right there, the psalmist, he ascended, what does it mean? But that he also descended. In other words, Paul discerns as he reads this psalm that if God ascended, then in some sense God has come down. And so this word triggers for Paul a picture of the incarnation. God descended in Jesus Christ to do his saving work. And the captives that he took and the triumphs that he got, he got by the incarnation, by becoming man. So what does it mean when it says ascended? How does God ascend when he already already is in heaven? Well, he must have in some sense come down and gone back. And that's a pointer for Paul that he's talking about about or alluding to the coming incarnation of God coming in Christ and then ascending in triumph. What does it mean but that he descended into the lower regions of the earth? Now, that's very troublesome and has scholars divided for centuries. The lower parts or the lower regions of the earth, what does that refer to? Let me mention three possibilities, and I'll tell you which one I think. It all hangs on how you understand this of. It's called a genitive in Greek, and there are all kinds. Regions of the earth, 
could mean regions which are the earth, like we say bolts of iron. And the the iron is what the bolts are made of. Regions of the earth would mean the earth are the regions. So it would just mean then he came to earth. Or it could mean regions of the earth, lower regions of the earth would mean inside the earth, either in burial, some say that, when he was buried, he went into the lower parts of the earth, or others would say the lower parts of the earth are Sheol, that Old Testament place of the dead, and there he um, took captives, captive meaning he, he freed Old Testament saints and took them with him back to heaven. And that's a revered old interpretation. So now what, which of those three? Lower regions, which are the earth, lower regions, which would be the tomb, and lower regions, which would be Sheol, and they're doing his captive liberating work. Now, my way of answering that, since I, I'm open to any of those, they're all theologically orthodox. They're not contradicting any other part of Scripture that I know of. So I'm going to go with how verse 10 helps me understand. What Remember I prayed that we'd get the drift, the main point. That's what I think he's doing in verse 10. What, why did I just say what I said? The one who, the one who descended is himself, and, and there is a pronoun in Greek that makes that emphatic. The one who descended is himself the one who also ascended far above all the heavens. Now, I'm going to come back to this next time. I'm not going to talk about this now that he may fill all things. That needs a session all to itself. But ponder with me just this one question. Why did he say what he said in verse 10? The one who descended is himself the one who ascended. Is he commenting in verse 10 on the fact that Jesus was buried? Is he commenting on the fact that Jesus went to Sheol and uh, uh, defeated the powers of darkness and took captive captive. No, that's not the emphasis at all. He doesn't make any allusion whatsoever to burial, doesn't make any allusion whatsoever to Sheol. What is he, what's he saying? He's saying the very same one who descended, the very same one is the one who ascended and reigns in heaven. That's the focus. That's the focus. Same Jesus is in heaven today, ruling and filling all things. Now, why would you suppose he would say that? And I think it's because he wants us to realize we know him. <laughs> we don't know the Jesus of heaven any other way than the Jesus of earth, the Jesus of the Gospels, the Jesus of the thirty year, three years of ministry and death on the cross and resurrection. We don't know any other Jesus. If there's a different Jesus, it's 
if some kind of change happened between the cross and eternity, we don't even know the one who's in heaven, who reigns, and who gives, gives gifts. So Paul seemed to feel it really matters to say, listen, Christians, you have been told story after story after story about this earthly Jesus. They, they probably didn't have the Gospels yet, but we have the Gospels. And all those stories were circulating. And now we have four Gospels about the earthly Jesus. And Paul is saying here, the reason it matters that he, the, the ascending one, is the descending one, is because we need to know the one who's there in heaven ruling over us and filling all things and giving us gifts. And it is the same one, the same Jesus, the lowly crucified Jesus is the mighty God of ruling in heaven. That's what I think the main point is there. And uh, that's going to be very significant now as we look at, he went there, this crucified Jesus went there above all the heavens in order that he might fill all things. And, and before I leave, this is just one other observation. The fact that he says he went above all the heavens is probably Paul's understanding of the opposite of the regions, the lower regions of the earth. This above here and this lower here are the contrasting ones, and therefore that would make sense if earth is what he has in mind here. So I'm, I'm, I'm arguing that uh, above all the heavens is where the same one is who came to the regions which are the earth. <laughs>